So the season finale of Riverdale season three just happened and it was pretty great. I'm Jayleg. And I'm NB. And we are going to count down the top 10 things about the finale and what we expect for season four. At number 10, Tom and Sierra. So the finale had us wondering about a few absent parents, but no one was more obvious than Tom Keller and Sierra McCoy. For the past few episodes, Kevin has completely gone off the wall and we think he needs some parental guidance. So when do you think they're going to come back or like what's the situation with them? I think they're gone forever. Josie's gone. She doesn't need a mom anymore. <laughs> I feel I like just... Tom Keller could have come in really clutch like all the time. This Especially because MP did it all. <laughs> yeah, as the sheriff. I think that unless they come in with season four saying that they were on this around the world trip <laughs> honeymoon. Yeah, like, that'd be amazing. I, I can't imagine why they're not on the show right now other than that reason because he definitely needs his dad. Like, Kevin is a lost soul right now and that's going us into our number nine which is Kevin and his character do we have to talk about Kevin like honestly I know trust me but last year we literally prayed for better storylines we made videos saying we want better storylines for Kevin <laughs> and the finale left us with even less of a person than he was in season two crying over being left behind in the ascension like they didn't even take him <laughs> like they're like <laughs> they're you're not even <laughs> like you're not even cool enough yeah. as a cast member to be a part of this ascension so first of all do you think that they're gonna explain this ascension at all I don't think there was an ascension I think they just like up and left I think they probably told him to close his eyes and count to ten <laughs> Like, you know, like your, when your parents did that when you were a kid. And, like, they told him to count the ten, and, like, they dipped, and then he was like, oh, they ascended. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's what happened. That's true. But what do you think is going to happen to Kevin now that his kind of farmy storyline is done? I think Kevin needs a full-out, blow-out redo of his character. <laughs> For really. sure. They have to start from scratch. I like, agree. I mean, that's the thing. Understandably, he had a pretty crazy season. He had a lot of multiple, like, low points in this uh, like as a character you know he got screwed over real hard by like Joaquin and then Moose and then the farm situation like he had a lot of low points and I get that a character doesn't necessarily always have to have like amazing points and only one low point but he really got like jammed hard this this season <laughs> Yo, okay <laughs> I could have used better words but that's what came out my mouth the next up is number eight Charles. One of my favorite moments of the finale was meeting this little snacky snack. FBI agent who turns out to be Alice and FP's lost child, Charles. Damn, he's fine as hell. Yeah, he has some dreamy ass eyes. Oh my God, yes. But how gagged were you when he turns out and he's alive? You know what? I, it's not that I was gagged that he was still alive. I forgot about him. Because like, in true. the midst of all the chick drama, the black hood, Penelope being crazy, yeah. like, the call, like harvesting organs. Like I forgot <laughs> that Charles even existed. And here comes this like hot ass, like fine, like baby blue eyed boy. And I'm yeah. like, damn, like, okay, I want you back in my life. <laughs> <laughs> like, where, where, you where have you been? <laughs> but how do you think he's going to fit into season four? I think he will help get alice for sure like do the whole investigation and then maybe he'll fall in love with like veronica or something and then betty's like you're dating my brother and she's like yeah totally like he's so hot and he's older and like he already graduated from college and like he's not like archie <laughs> that would be like the wow and he's like lighting up for the storyline she's so into it but Guys, I thought this through already. <laughs> the, the one thing that I will say is we've had FBI agents come through Riverdale yeah, yeah. and they were sketchy AF. Do you think that he's sketchy at all? You know what? I read something that Arya said in an article and he did say they are going to explore Betty with the sibling that she does love, that she does have a real relationship Yay. with. Because we, Polly, 
Girl, you are a waste yeah. woman. So I definitely do think that having her have an older brother who's actually like a legitimate like sibling to her. It's true. Ready for that relationship. Like it's going to be good, I think. So true. That leads us up to the whole farm storyline is number seven. As much as I wanted all the storylines to close off this season, I guess I'm okay with seeing Chad Michael Murray a little bit longer. So it ends off with everyone ascending. And by ascending, Edgar meant like getting the F out of Riverdale. You know what? I think... We might not see him. I think like, this might be he's it gonna for be gone. him. Yeah, I think the fact that they ascended and then like they went to another town or like they're in hiding. I honestly feel like the first couple of episodes of, of season four will be them dealing with that. And we probably won't even see him anymore. Interesting. I don't think they're going to pay him again to, to be on the show. But that's such a short like arc, yeah. you know, it was like four episodes yeah. or something. I think ridiculous. that's what happens when you hire like a big time like actor. I don't know if they're I mean, always Chad set. Michael Murphy still no, big but he's time. pretty iconic. Like he is. Yeah. Um, more than like Evelyn's who's that girl like, we didn't yeah. know who she was but I think it's just harder to keep them around yeah that's true speaking of the farm and like whether or not they're gonna figure this out the one thing that kind of like was left hanging at the end of this episode was he doesn't really explain the harvesting thing and going back to the episode before even Evelyn says you don't understand it's it's not what you think because she was because having treatment for she analysis. was getting yeah so what do you think is more is there more to that story at all or is it literally like they're being shady mother efforts look if there's more to the story i don't care i think i'm, over, <laughs> like I'm over really it. over the farm i really yeah. am that being said going to our girl alice being the inside woman do you think they're gonna show that side of her like being this like nancy drew detective on the inside of the farm instead of her being like i don't know what's happening anymore i think they definitely have to cut to that so that yeah. we do see that alice is working on the inside because we haven't seen that thus far all season they just said it in the finale and we didn't really get to see her after that because she ascended and left <laughs> kevin in the dark um so no i think i do want to see her do that a little bit but i really don't think they're gonna spend too much time on it that's true the one thing that uh we mentioned even on our podcast but RAS uh, went out and said that um, Alice's character was supposed to kind of keep on in the farm and be this disillusioned, um, you know, kind of victim of the farm. But it turned, I guess, because I'm going to say it's because we like said this is crazy. It was really interesting. It's really interesting to, to see that because we even said it. We're like, is she working undercover? Because it just felt so out of character for this mother, for Alice as like a journalist to, you know, fall into like the, the cult so easily and, and be convinced by all of this. So we questioned it all season in our podcast. Yeah. Right. And it's funny that, you know, RAS did say along the way he goes, we changed it so that she was an investigator. So yeah. what made RAS change that? What made them question the authenticity behind Alice's character? Like why? Where did that all come from? Yeah. Our podcast. <laughs> You're welcome. But now that Alice is kind of out of the woods when it comes to the farm and Charles is now coming back into the picture, do you think that we can like really quickly speak 100%. about Phallus? 100%. We are going to get that Phallus. D in the V. D in the V. I think so. I think you got to see it. I think someone, I saw a tweet yesterday that said FP will save Alice. Which he should have done all that season. Like, where was he? <laughs> yeah. the sheriff and he still didn't save her. So he couldn't figure anything out. I think she's going to save herself, but I think FP will eventually probably, like, swoop in and they're going to be a family. I, def I definitely feel like and there they needs... They have a house now. So they have a house. He owns the house. He owns the house. It's true. But I do feel that there needs to be some sort of hero role that takes place with FP because he has been on Maybe. the back end. Yeah. And... As much as I don't want it to be this whole like knight in shining armor situation with FP, but I really think that he needs to prove himself right. to Alice to say that I can take care of you. I can take care of your family. I'm here. Don't worry about it. Because that's kind of where everything kind of fell apart last uh, last time they tried this because he was like, we can't do this because you already have your dedication to all this other stuff, you know? 
So I'll be really excited to see if they try to reboot Fallus 2.0 for season four. I'm down. Number six is a big question mark that was left with us in the finale with Cheryl and Jason. So this Craybish brings her dead brother's body back home to Thistle House. And now what? Like, I don't know. Now what? Like, what does she do? Like, that shit smells. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what What did you think that their storyline was going to be There's for no this? There's no storyline. She's just, like, so emotional. And she's so... You know, I think JJ was such a big part of who Cheryl is and was yeah so i think she wants to bring that back and be like you're still here like look what the home look what the home that i made for us like you still belong here but i think like tony's gonna walk and she can be like cheryl what the fuck smells like <laughs> and then she'd be like girl take your brother out like build a nice grave for him on the on the property but, yeah like, take him outside that <laughs> he, <laughs> like, he needs to go he smells dirtier than nana rose the one thing that i will say that is kind of a direct parallel and we know that uh you know riverdale likes to play with films and all that kind of stuff the last dead body that we've ever seen in a film has a person named norman bates in it and it was called psycho you know like he was pretending to be his mom so do you think that there's going to be a parallel with cheryl and jason and her like acting as if jason's yeah, still alive like, and killed a bunch of people before he does his mom like no, cheryl didn't kill anyone that's true you're like i don't think so <laughs> your theory is dead <laughs> goodbye uh let's talk about the mama number five is all about penelope blossom this crazy biatch was revealed to be the true villain of season three. And even though we kind of went along with it, she disappears at the very end. What do you think of her story continuing? What will it become? I don't know. I know that to your point, she might have one of the babies. We're not really sure what's going on with that situation. Um, is she going to like scheme in the background and kind of come back as the villain in season four? And what is that going to look like? Because for one, I will say the Nat Bolt slash Penelope Blossom is a kind of a cool crazy she reminds me of like a batman villain like one of totally, one of those yeah, like harley quinn's yeah, poison yeah. ivy totally. and she kind of has her own reasons as to why she's so crazy um i've kind of obviously given up on her as being like a good mother to cheryl but i don't know what they're gonna do with her character but i'm really interested because they could have just locked her up and been like she went to jail but the fact that they've made her like this person that has escaped it's gonna be interesting to see how she kind of comes back in all I'm going to say right now is we do not need another Gargoyle King. We do not need that storyline. So please, writers, do not give her that, at least not in this in this season. Number four goes to Daddy Hiram's diabolical plan. Our fave white collar criminal is in jail at the end of the season. But based on the security guards, pretty sure he's not in too much trouble. Yeah, because that's his jail, right? Like he owns the damn jail. So what is his plan for next season? Because he does talk about this at the end of the episode. What do you think it is? Well, you know what? We talked to Mark and Suelos a little bit about this, too. Yeah. And so let's cut to that. I have no idea. No, no clue. No clue. <laughs> <laughs> I have no clue. I'm sure it's going to be diabolical. I'm sure it's going to be great. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I don't know if I'm going to spend a lot of time um, in the prison or you know right. what the plan yeah. is for that. Um, I wouldn't mind, you know, being like in some prison gear for a while. That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, um, comfortable. <laughs> you know, a little a little less uh, restrictive yeah. clothing than just having being in suit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I have no ideas what the plans are for that story. Thanks, Mark. That was extremely vague, but really, really helpful to hear. <laughs> now, as much as it will be hard to talk about it, number three is about the Fred thing. So this is outside of the finale, but still a big question on all our minds. With Luke Perry, who played Fred Andrews, passing away suddenly last year, there's a big question about what's going to happen to him and his character. 
Riverdale writer Roberto Aguera Sacasa said in an interview that they will definitely deal with and address it on the show at the top of season four. But what does that mean? What do you think that's going to look like? Look, I, he did say that that Molly Ringwald is down to play a bigger role in season four. She's in to play it, so that makes me feel like they are going to kill him off in the show. Like oh. they're gonna they're gonna kill off Fred Andrews. Oh wow! Because I was going to ask you, would you rather them recast Fred or cut him out? Honestly, I think I'd rather them recast him because I still feel like. I still feel like there's potential for Fred, but maybe there isn't. Like maybe yeah. he's, he's senior year guy, so maybe after this year, like, does he really need a parent character in his role? Maybe not. Right. You know. Right. That's a good point. And I will say to your point that Molly Ringwald slash Mary Andrews has really stepped forward as a really cool parent, mom, yeah. and she's really been helping out Archie, and they've written her really well in this the second half of the season. And I'm interested to see like how interested she is in Varchi because she's so interested in Varchi. But yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not really sure what they're gonna do with this character. I don't know if I'm really down for a recast, but I'm also definitely not down for Archie losing Fred because he almost lost him in the beginning of last season. So it's a hard one. Good luck guys. I don't know what's gonna happen next. Number two is Envy's fave. Senior year! Season 4 will be their final high school year. What do you expect from it? Like, what are you most excited about? Tell me all your I tanks. think I'm just excited for them to be back at school. Like, t like honestly, like, I want them to be in the student lounge. I want them to be part of, like, you know, football again and music again and, like, you know, going to pep rallies and, like, I want the whole high school experience, graduation. I want a legit prom. Like, I want all of it. Yeah. Let's be back in the school back to regular life i just can't wait for that i'm totally into it and i think that's what they've been saying that that's what we're going to be getting for season four it's surprising because that's what we heard them say about season three so now that it's their final you know year in high school i think it's really important that they push this fact that they're in high school and it's riverdale and it's a teen show and they're teenagers because that's what it really is, the core is. You know, it's not about murders, it's not about, you know. It can be. It can be. Just not everything. Not everything and, and not every day. With, I feel like with this season. Yeah. And thinking a little bit further ahead, but the whole thing about what happens after high school, after their senior year, what's gonna happen? We'll see when we get there. True. Because, of course, these poor kids could not get out of senior year without getting to some trouble. Number one goes to the spring break. Murder. Riverdale took a how to get away with murder slash damages flash forward at the end of the finale to preview a big moment that is going to happen during next season. And we even know when it's going to happen. Sprang Break. Remember that movie? So there's a lot of talk as to like who's dying, who's dead, who killed who in this flash forward. Do you think Jughead is dead? I don't think he's dead. I don't think that they would kill off a main core four member. Um, Cole Sprouse unless he's like over the show I can't imagine him just saying okay I'm done I do also think that they did this whole oh is he dead situation last season in season two so I don't know if they would just give him that again and be like he's dead for sure also the way that whole scene was kind of played out either Betty was just like locking up all of her emotions but she didn't seem like very devastated but no one seemed devastated so it's hard for me to read their faces and be like this is what's happening Archie does look in like in complete shock but you know Betty's like we need to do this we need to burn all our stuff but someone is definitely dead my theory is is something happened maybe they all helped kill somebody or somebody died by accident maybe they're taking a page out of uh, I know what you did last summer and maybe they accidentally hit somebody on the way to the swimming hole or prom and now they had to get rid of the body and you know Jughead is 
you know, his hands are too dirty that he needs to run away and disappear. And that's why he's not in that shot. Honestly, the only way I can see this really happening for the, like, the most high stakes is if one of the core four kills one of the second tier characters. Yeah. And yeah. I think, like, I think that would just have the most effect. I think it would leave you with a feeling of losing Jughead because he's on the run, but then also with the feeling that they just killed one of the secondary characters too. So yeah. it's like, how do you deal with, how do you deal with being sad about Jughead, but then mad that like they, he killed someone that you love too? Exactly. So I think that's probably the, the best thing that they can play with at that point. For sure. If it were to be one of the second tier characters, which is the one that you would want to be? Yeah. Cheryl comes to my head first, and I don't know why that is. It just is. I think I agree with you 100%. I definitely, for some reason, I feel the exact same way. Something about Cheryl, and also, I don't know, I feel like even Madeline Patch is, you can see these characters and these actors wanting to kind of break away and do their own thing independently, and I know that a lot of them have started to be in films themselves, and I feel like after four seasons, after five seasons, this is going to happen. I see Madeline Patch as such a star that I can imagine her jumping off of this and saying, okay, this is my time. I'm going to end on a really high note. Maybe she has like an amazing but scream moment. That, I don't think they know who they're killing off yet. Like, no, I don't think they've found right. out that far. What I want to see is, you know, I think the show has dealt with a lot of things, but what they haven't dealt with deeply is like teen, you know, depression and mental health. And like Cheryl has been through a lot. Like she has legit no family yeah. life except for Nana. Like, so I, not to say that she's the most susceptible to this. I'm just saying like, I don't know, maybe she just, she loses it next season. Like yeah. Maybe she's just like really seeing a, one of our favorite characters fall apart. Yeah. Maybe is where we need to go with this. And I think that's what we were expecting in even season two when, you know, that whole thing happened where she almost killed herself at Sweetwater River and it kind of deadpan and she was back to being her like bubbly, fiery self. And it was kind of quiet. But now that she's back with her dead brother in her living room, Maybe they're gonna bring back that whole, you know, neurosis, the yeah. psychosis that she might have in her. Um, you know, maybe it's a biological thing. We don't know. And this is even going even further. I kind of want to push even past season four because we know that's gonna be se senior year and this big murder. But you know, even Betty saying in that scene, like, we're never gonna see each other again. We're gonna go our separate ways. We're never gonna talk to each other again. What does this mean for season five? I'm thinking even farther of a flash forward you know what you, I, you know i've watched a lot of teen dramas in my life and the college years never work yeah. so i'm definitely down for them to push ahead of the college years and almost have them return in season five from maybe the four years of being away from yeah. Riverdale. maybe archie doesn't leave riverdale or whatever may be the case like i'm down for them to skip the college years and have them come back later and then have to deal with what they did in season four yeah I 100% so agree. I think it's going to be so interesting if they take that on with this show because we have, will have, and hopefully this season four, uh, you know, high school drama is going to be like t so lit that we're going to get it out of our system. And then by season five, totally. it's going to be this like new adult yeah. show. And, you know, your, your audience is growing with these characters and not stuck in like college years. We're going to be watching them go through adult things and him owning a gym will make more sense. And Veronica owning, you know, like pops is going to make more sense because they're going to be literally grown ass adults. We're not going to have these moments where we look at each other and say, why are they not in school? Why are they not, you know, going to class? No, they're, they're full out adults and they're figuring out their own life now based on the damages that happened in season four. So I'm so into it. They look really young for their characters. So I don't know how much of a jump it's going to be, but I'm so interested to see if they do kind of have a separation 
you know, everybody breaks up, Bughead breaks up, Varchi breaks up, and all the core four have their kind of like new life and they need to find their way back to each other because I think the show is so much more, most powerful when it's all four of them together. And if they break that up and then bring it all together again in a new way, I'm so into it. So that's it guys. Let us know if there's anything that we've missed. What were your most excited things about this season? And that's it. Bye. Bye.